I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. And welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. Also, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Let's Express Our Feelings and Appreciation to Our Loved Ones Day. I hope that you are having a beautiful one. And I want to send a little message your way today from this wild woman oracle. I love this. I love this deck. Decks these days never fail to impress me with their artwork. And it's for the wild woman. Awaken your true, free, and soulful self by Cheyenne Zarate. So with that said, let me set an intention. Actually, let me answer this. So someone asked me the difference between oracle and tarot cards. There are some different differences. So tarot cards have a long history and are associated with various different occult traditions. So the tarot deck as a traditional deck, it consists of 78 cards and it's divided into the major arcana and the minor arcana. People can branch off and have their own different variations of the tarot deck. I would say the most famous, most well-recognized tarot deck is the Rider-Waite tarot deck, which was created by Pamela Coleman-Smith in 1910 well at least it was published in 1910 and it's just become the standard and is often considered the foundation for many modern tarot deck readings and you know the deck's imagery and the symbolism they were very groundbreaking at the time of its creation and so it's just easily recognizable and accessible for those who know how to read decks and it also helps especially the imagery helps beginners get clarity on whatever it is that they 
are asking and there are extensive resources for how to learn tarot and interpret tarot and there's even courses and man people go all out to learn how to use the tarot deck uh what i love i do love tarot I do love tarot. I love tarot readers giving me a tarot reading, but I also love oracle decks. Now, oracle decks, they are more recent in their origin, and they're not bound by any standardized set of rules or structure like the tarot cards are. So oracle decks, they can vary widely in terms of the number of cards and themes and artistic styles, and that's why the past several episodes I've been reading of various oracle decks and they have their own unique design and messages and symbolism. And then of course you yourself can interpret whatever the message is intuitively. It's more subjective, whereas tarot cards can be a bit more objective, but of course in both cases, there is always room for flexibility and interpretation. So tarot decks, like I said, they have more structure and the symbolism in tarot decks, they're rich and complex, and they draw from various esoteric and mystical traditions, whereas oracle decks are definitely more flexible of the two, and they can have a diverse range of themes and symbols. And so, you know, each card that you interpret can be more of an intuitive and subjective interpretation, something that is very personal to you versus tarot, it can often just be read at face value. Since they do involve, the tarot decks involve complex spreads and specific combinations, the reader may follow very traditional interpretations if they feel like it, or they'll develop their own interpretations based on their deep understanding of the symbolism. Whereas with oracle readings, they can be more straightforward when you read the guidebook, for example, but the reader may, whoever's reading it, may use a simple spread or draw cards randomly. And so interpretation are often based on the imagery or the keywords or the messages that are written on the cards or in their guidebook. When it comes to tarot as well, yeah, intuition does play a role, but I would say it relies more on the traditional meanings and symbolism associated with each card, whereas oracle readings have a greater emphasis on intuition and personal connection with the cards. And so you may rely on your own feelings and impressions and the messages that are conveyed by the images on the card. And so while using these decks, when it comes to oracle decks, you know, select one that just resonates with you, that stands out to you, that grabs your eye. I have some on my eyesofaspen.com website but I also have tarot the traditional Rider weight tarot but very cool updated ones <laughs> but anyway oracle decks you'll see that there are various themes and it could be about animals or crystals or angels or wild women or queen of the moon or mythical beings or roomy like I did the other week just a variety of unique symbols and then once you pick your deck the deck that resonates with you, that's calling you, the one that is basically jumping off the bookshelf for you. You can spend some time connecting with the cards and meditate on each card, you know, shuffle the deck, familiarize yourself with these images and these messages first, familiarize your higher power, your angels, your spirit guides, whatever it is, but you are taking this time to connect with the cards, feel into these cards, and so you know that you're going to get a very genuine, accurate, clear reading. And then ask clear questions. So before you do read, create a clear, specific question or intention. These these cards are often used for guidance, of course, and insights. So your question can be about a wide range of curiosities or aspects of your life that you just want more clarity on or you want a direct answer to. It won't give you a direct answer, but in the 
answer it gives you, well, not likely at least, but in the answer it gives you, I think you will be able to hear the response clearly. And then you can interpret it. What I do is I shuffle the cards and I just trust that whatever pops out is what I need to hear or I'll trust my intuition and of course shuffle it randomly and then draw on a specific card that is just resonated with me. Sometimes I'll spread the oracle deck like a rainbow and then just have my ring finger guide over the cards and then feel and sometimes I'll feel some heat on my ring finger and when that happens I play a little hot cold situation where is it hottest and that's the card I'll pick or I'll just intuitively feel like oh this is the card this is what feels right and then when you pick your card you can interpret the messages and look at the images and the symbols and messages on the card and pay attention to any sort of intuitive impressions or feelings that happen to arise within you and you can interpret the cards based on your personal connection and the guidance that they have to offer so you know the oracle readings are so effective and they're like any form of divination which depends on of course the reader's openness but also your intuition and the connection with the cards. And so each Oracle card, it really is so unique. And there will be personal preferences that will play a significant role in choosing that one that resonates with you the most. And when I do these collective ones, you know, I have a intention in mind. Of course, whatever I read, I might have receive a different interpretation for my own reality based on my lens versus what when I read the card, what you perhaps receive from it, because we're all uniquely different. And that's one thing. I love about Oracle decks and I love the flexible structure and I love also seeing the different creations that these wonderful humans create like this one Wild Woman Oracle by Cheyenne Zarate so let's see what the universe has in store to say okay this is pretty awesome so if you are into science-backed products when it comes to your health your gut health but also woman-owned products I must introduce you to Equilibria I'm so thankful I discovered them this year. I mean, Equilibria, they help you take on your wellness journey knowing that you have a dedicated one-on-one -on -one support to help you achieve your goals. So it's not like you're just taking a pill mindlessly. You actually get one-on-one -on -one support. That's awesome. And their signature product, which is EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, it comes in a convenient three-in-one capsule form. And so this is specifically formulated to bolster digestive health and fortify gut barrier protection, among other benefits. And we know that a balanced gut not only enhances our our immunity but also contributes to our overall mental well-being and our quality of sleep of course having efficient digestion and even radiant skin but what distinguishes equilibria's probiotic supplement is its meticulous selection which is tailored to women's health needs and of course like i said science backed and they're also ensuring affordability without compromising potency and as someone who once struggled pretty severely with gut health issues for years i intensified my focus on gut health in i'd say around 2020 and I'm thrilled to have recently discovered these products this year as of course they're backed by research for women's well-being they're women-owned and they support overall microbiome health warding off harmful bacteria and enhancing our nutrient absorption so head to myeq.com and use code magic for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more that's myeq.com Com and use code MAGIC at checkout for 15% off site-wide today.
All right, this one just popped out. Okay, ooh, home at last. Aloneness, weird, this is a word that keeps popping up. And aloneness, I saw a TikTok today of Jay Shetty talking about how solitude is a more powerful word than lonely. Because if you tell yourself I'm lonely, it creates this negative feeling inside of you because that word has so much meaning behind it. Loneliness. I am lonely. I'm alone. No one's around. Whereas solitude is more of an empowered, you know, I'm choosing to be on my own at this moment and experience solitude for my own introspection. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Then there was another person that talked about loneliness. And then I was on the phone with my sister joking around how I'm no longer lonely. And now just a half an hour later, I pull this card home at last aloneness. Okay. So let's see. This is so interesting. What does this card have in store for us? What have I been afraid or hesitant to do alone? Even though I know it will help me achieve a greater level of self-respect and independence. The message. If you have been fearful of venturing out solo, whether this entails living alone, leaving a relationship that has run its course, or taking up an entrepreneurial pursuit, you are being assured that a season of greater aloneness and independence is exactly what your soul needs at this time. Embrace being in your own company and take full responsibility for your own contentment and fulfillment. In our modern culture, aloneness is often thought to be synonymous with loneliness, but nothing could be further from the truth. Ooh, like I was talking about solitude versus loneliness. Anyway, in fact, some of the times in our lives when we have most been surrounded by others may have been some of the loneliest. That's true. We may come from a large family, be in a room full of people, or have many followers on social media, yet not feel truly seen, heard, or appreciated. To be alone, however, is to be fully comfortable and content in one's own company and to get to know ourself on a much deeper level. So the symbolism. A woman reads in the wee hours of the night in solitude, accompanied only by the sounds of her purring cat, the crackling fire, the wind howling outside her window, and the faint tick-tock of the clock. On the pages of the open book on the floor is a quotation from Charlotte Bronte's novel, Jane Eyre. I can live alone if self-respect and circumstances require me to do so. I need not sell my soul to buy bliss. I have an inward treasure born with me, which symbolizes the decision this woman has made to live alone for the first time as opposed to living in the company of another who made her compromise her self-respect and made her feel truly lonely. Whew. I know all of us are going to have different interpretations of this card, which has a very clear message. However, some of you might be experiencing a hump in your relationship and maybe you need to go spend some time on your own. Go book that Airbnb solo retreat for yourself. Maybe some of you are ready to move on from a relationship or maybe a friendship or maybe some of you are looking in to step into your own business. And even though it's going to feel like a quote unquote venture of aloneness, it's going to be very expanding for you, whatever the circumstances may be. I guess this message is saying that you've got this on your own. Trust yourself. This is Valentine's Day. You are also your own Valentine. So as your own Valentine, really trust yourself in this next step, in this next venture. I feel like this is an opportunity for you to explore a side of yourself that so desperately has been wanting to be seen, to be heard, to be acknowledged. And yeah, she's ready for you. 
She's so ready for you. And I hope that you find, maybe this is your time to find a serene space for self-reflection or for personal growth and introspection and provide an opportunity to just disconnect from the external distractions, the social media, the random phone calls, and just allow yourself to connect with your inner thoughts and emotions and creativity. And in this time of solitude, you know, you might be able to discover a newfound sense of peace that you've never felt before or gain clarity about your future, your goals, your values, or clarity on just what, what you want in this time of your life and cultivate a deep appreciation for the beauty of simplicity in your life or just the beauty that is surrounding you in your life. You know, if you have this time for yourself, it's wild. It awakens this greater sense of gratitude and the beauty of solitude also lies in the capacity to offer moments of quietude and self-discovery and foster a stronger sense of self-awareness. It truly does. And an appreciation for the subtle, subtle wonders of your own life, your own magic. So I hope that you enjoy this time of solitude, whether it be a day or a week or a month or whatever, but follow that and follow that inner woman that is ready to release and expand and start her own company or go off on her own from a relationship that does that no longer serves her or you know move on from the hometown move on from the city that no longer serves you whatever this message is i hope that you really felt it or if you feel like you have a friend that wants to hear this message feel free to send this to them and i'm going to do one more Ooh, I like this. Witch of the Winter Woods. Healing. This artwork is phenomenal as well. It looks like the desi it's designed by Sarah Lindbergh. What needs healing within me right now? And how can I use the magic of herbs, flowers, and trees to restore my sense of well-being? The message? Safely take advantage of the healing powers and benefits of the herbs, flowers, and trees that are available to you at this time. Before the rise of Western medicine, plants were the original source of medicine and healing. Every plant that Mother Earth has generously given us possesses its own energetic essence and magical properties that not only affect our physical bodies, but also our minds, hearts, and spirits. The wise women or witches of many ancient cultures understood and valued the magical healing power present upon the earth and sometimes even died for merely holding the sacred knowledge. Though collectively we have largely forgotten this power, those who follow modern witchcraft and paganism, the old ways, know of the potent magic present within all plants. So the symbolism of this card, on the eve of the winter solstice, this witch is merely partaking in a self-healing ritual in the middle of the quiet, snow-covered woods with her familiars. On the tree stump in front of her are herbs and spices, traditionally, so, traditionally associated with Yule and the winter season, such as myrrh, frankincense, cinnamon, and star anise. As the cauldron bubbles, she throws in one last herb sprig to enhance the brew's magical, protective, and healing power. I love this. I love this idea that magical herbs and spices, they're not mere ingredients. They are also conduits of nature's profound energy. And they teach us that healing is not confined to sterile laboratories or com complicated concoctions, which by the way, I am pro-medicine. I'm pro-Western medicine all the way. But I also do believe in the value of holistic and 
using nature's medicine for healing. And so, you know, it's right there in the simplicity of a leaf or a flower or a root that is ready to infuse our existence with the transformative power of the earth's embrace. And so may we heal the body with these magical energies of the earth and use them as a sacred ritual to remind us of the interconnectedness of all things and these herbs and also perhaps even fragrant spells of spices that they're not just healing but also a celebration of the profound magic that is around us. And so there's so much ancient wisdom for a reason that has transcended generations and you know we continue to hold on to. I love for example chamomile. It is like the gentle lullaby for our soul and in its delicate blooms you know we can find that solace that solitude and quiet the mind that perhaps we so long for perhaps it will help our restless spirit and chamomile it just helps us relax it's like a serenity in a cup it's amazing and you know so that's a beautiful one for also embracing that solitude that the universe is asking us to take a moment for ourselves and embrace. And then also, I think that there's sage. It's the cleansing smoke as well. It's, you know, I swirl it through the air to purify the physical space around me, but also the energetic residue that clings to us. And so, you know, it's an ancient guardian and it clears paths for renewal and growth. So maybe right now is a great time to clear around us with some sage. If you have it on you, just clear the energy around you and breathe in the new. And there's so many more herbs and spices, you know, um, I learned recently about chili peppers. Yeah, they're intense, but also their heat's a metaphor for invigorating power within us. And so it can stimulate, of course, our taste buds, but also ignite a cascade of endorphins that lifts our spirits and provides a fiery remedy for the mundane. So it gets us going. Maybe we need a little to shake things up a little bit. Chili peppers are a beautiful way to do that. There's also, you know, a lavender leaf or the fiery spirit of ginger i mean they have a profound connection to healing energies of the universe so it's not just flavors in our dishes or it's not just perfume in the air it's also tapping into a reservoir of ancient wisdom that has like i said transcended generations and so with that said may we perhaps brew or grind just savor the enchantment of these elements so dancing or working with some of the energies of the earth yeah help us with our own magic so with that said i hope that you like these two readings today i hope you have a beautiful rest of your valentine's day a beautiful rest of your week thank you so much for tuning in send my love yomis that is a wrap i hope this episode was expanding for you in some way shape or form feel free to visit our site at yourownmagic.com or check out my shop eyesofaspen.com connect with the other your own magic listeners we would love to see more conversations started on the your own magic facebook group so with all that being said thank you so much again for tuning in and i hope you have a magical rest of your day